Episode 22 of the Full-Time Podcast Producer, where we're going to talk about being a guest on other podcasts and the best way to go about getting yourself invited. Welcome to the Full-Time Podcast Producer. My name is Isaac, and I will be your producer today. Welcome to the show. This is a time when I get to come on and share with you different tips and tricks when it comes to enhancing your podcast and also share with you the perspective of a producer, a podcast producer, when it comes to a lot of different topics in this industry. And today we're following up on an episode that we did a couple weeks ago where I posed the question, is it better to have your own podcast and be a host or is it better to be a guest on other podcasts? And the short answer is both. You can go over and listen to that episode. I give a lot of pros and cons and just some insights when it comes to either of those approaches. But if you want to succeed as a podcaster, then landing opportunities to be a guest on other shows is a very big plus for you. It's a lot easier to convert audience members from one show to another. That is, they're listening to both shows. You just introduce them to your show and and get them to come over. It's a lot easier to do that versus getting someone on Instagram to come over and be a podcast listener if they're not already listening to podcasts. Essentially, you're fielding warm leads as a podcaster and getting people to come and join your audience as well as whatever other shows that they listen to. So... Why talk about this? Well, I see a lot of people go about doing this the wrong way. It's very disingenuous. It's not going to get the results that they're wanting to get as a podcast guest and as someone who has a show. And it's a pet peeve of mine. I'll just be honest. I see people just doing this wrong. So I want to share with you some tips and tricks for going into being a podcast guest on a show that has a similar or the same audience as the audiences you're trying to tap into, whether you have a podcast or not. Side note, some of these tips will also work the other way around. That is, there's someone that you're wanting to be a guest on your show. And it all comes down to how you carry yourself, how you present the idea. And a lot of those are reflected in this list that I'm going to share with you today. But just keep that in mind and maybe be open to trying it the other way around if there's someone you're really, really wanting to connect with as a host and have them be a guest. Let me start by sharing with you a scenario that happens to me on the regular basis, and I know happens to all podcasters everywhere on a regular basis. You get an email from someone you don't know saying, hey, I really like your show and this episode titled XYZ. I have someone who I think would be a great guest on your show because they know about XYZ and here are their credentials and they can also talk about ABC and they are great for this and this reason and you really, really need to have them on your show and it ends up being a pretty lengthy email that you end up not reading because you don't have time for that and it's pretty clear by the end of it or wherever you realize this in reading the email that the person they are pitching to you has nothing to do with your show. They took some keywords that you might have in your description or your episode title or even your show title. And just because, for example, the word business ends up somewhere in your descriptor or in your titles, they assume that you are open to having business professionals on your show of any caliber, shape, or size. Well, that might be the case, but most likely you have a pretty specific niche that you're catering to. And Mr. Bankruptcy Expert over here is really going to have nothing to do with the small 
sole entrepreneur podcast that you're putting together because those are two completely different audiences. You might be trying to tell the life stories of people who built really small businesses and focus on it as a side hustle, whereas they're really trying to get some sort of big corporate executive on your show and they didn't really take the time to understand what your show's about or if their guest is a good fit. Here's why those emails happen. Odds are guest A has a VA or has some sort of bot or even hired another company to go out and find a bunch of leads and different podcasts for them to be on and then formulate some sort of generic template that reaches out to said podcast, pitching them and showing how great of a person they are and how they really need to be a great guest on your podcast. And a lot of those emails either end up in spam or end up getting deleted because they are not authentic. Here's how that email really should go. Hey, found your podcast. I understand that you talk about said topic. I create a lot of content in that same niche, and here's how I'm unique from you. Would it be of any value to your audience if we were to get together and do an episode on your show talking about ABCXYZ? Would love to connect with you. Let me know if you'd like to set up a time to talk. That's it. Now, some people aren't going to get that because that's very simple and short and sweet, but think about the things that I've just conveyed. One, I haven't tried to catfish you and make you think that I've listened to a lot of your content. I've reached out because I think we have common ground and there is enough room for you to be able to make a decision as to whether or not this is something you want to pursue. On top of that, I've also not made it all about me. This is about your show. This is about your audience and the value that might be there. Another thing you can throw in there is, hey, would it be worth your time or would it be of any value for your audience if we were to have an episode done about XYZ? And that really pivots things whenever a podcast host is reading that email because all of a sudden it's about me and my audience. You've made it pretty clear that you care about the best result for the people I'm trying to cater to. Oh, I, I love hearing that. that. That means that we might have some synergy together because we're both interested in the same thing, making content for a very specific audience. And then also, I might leave a link to my credentials. If I have a social media profile that I think really represents me well, or if there's something else I can present, like another episode I was on for another show, and just say, hey, if you'd like to know more about me, here's just a really quick way to learn more. That really takes a lot of the pressure off because I'm not trying to just give them the fire hydrant of information of how great I am. I've really put a lot of control on their side in the decisions they make about their show. It's a much more respectful approach. And also, side fun fact, that email is going to be a lot shorter than a lot of the ones they're getting from those VAs and those different find me a podcast to be a guest on companies. No, nothing against VAs and nothing against those companies. I'm sure that they've had great success. But people don't have a lot of time. The emails that get read the most, at least on my end, are the ones that are the shortest. When they get longer and longer and longer, I usually read them later when I have more time or I skip around and just find the bits of information that I really need to know. If you really want to connect with someone, then communicate with them in a way that's going to respect their time. So that's the lengthy number one thing that I have on the list is find a way to be more authentic when you reach out. 
The second thing on my list, as far as things that I see that people do wrong, is you need to stay in your lane. I have no business pitching to be on a cooking podcast or a podcast about homeschooling or or a podcasting about makeup because I know nothing about any of those things. They're niches that may be strong and may have really committed followings and audiences. And sure, it'd be, it'd be great for me to be in front of a lot of people just in general. But if I have nothing to bring to that niche, then I have no business pitching to be on that show. And that's something that I feel like it goes back to the first one because people don't respect the host enough to do a little bit of research into figuring out more about them as a content creator, as a host, as someone who's created a lot of content, probably if they've been in podcasting for a while. And instead of just taking a look at a few of their stats and a few of their show titles, make sure that you're staying in your lane. Also, as a guest, it's going to have a greater net result yield for you because you're targeting people that you know are your ideal clients or ideal listeners, which we've talked about in other past episodes. Number three is don't lie. This might sound like a no-brainer, but what I'm talking about is more the implicit assumed lie. Back to that previous example, hey, I listened to this episode where you talked about yada, 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 and I really, really liked it. If you did listen to an episode, sure, tell them that you listened to the episode, but if you didn't listen to it, then don't say so. Just say, hey, I looked and, and be completely transparent. I took a look at the content that you make. I took a look at what your show's about based off your descriptors. And I think we need to meet. People aren't going to make a big hubbub about how you found them. It's more about what it is you can do for them and their audience. That's what's going to be the big deciding factor here. The next thing that I have on the list is don't get too discouraged with rejection. No just means not right now in the world of podcasting. There are plenty of people that I've been in touch with who flat out tell me no. And if I just follow up with them, eventually it gets to a point where, hey, yeah, there is some synergy here. There is some value here. We can make a connection. Also, just because someone didn't respond to you doesn't mean that the answer is no. Reach out five times. And, and, and I'm serious about this. People are busy and podcasts usually end up being pretty low on the priority list. Sure, they're doing enough to get out consistent quality content, but they also have a business they're running, a family that they're keeping up with, all these different things, and all these things are going to their email inbox. Just keep following up. There's a number of times where I followed up on the third or fourth email and someone has said, hey, I'm really thankful that you kept up with me. I'm so sorry I haven't made this a priority. I really would like to meet you. This does sound like a really good opportunity for guesting or for creating an episode, and I would love to meet. When are you free? And finally on the list, I want you to take an inventory of what your time is worth. This kind of goes back to what I said earlier with a few points of listening to a lot of episodes to pre-qualify yourself to be on the show. You don't have to listen to a bunch of episodes to pre-qualify yourself to be on someone's show. What you really need to do is simply have a working understanding of who their target audience is, what kind of content it is that they make, how you're relevant to them, how you could have a conversation with them, and how it would be beneficial to their audience. If you think that you need to listen to two or three episodes of each show before you make a pitch, well, that's going to end up eating a lot into your time. And you're going to learn pretty much the same as what it was you would have learned 
for the sake of reaching out if you had just done a little bit of research about their show and about them on the surface. Now, I will say after you land that invite or after the conversation starts and they respond, yeah, listen to a few episodes, get to know them as a host, get to know what it's going to feel like going into that interview. But also, so maybe there's a few more things that you can connect with when you're doing the pre-interview or, or the post-interview and just, hey, I really appreciated the time that you talked about this with, with so-and-so. I hope these ideas have helped you. Let me know if there's anything that you feel like I left out. You can send me an email or connect with me on LinkedIn. Links down in the show notes below. If you're new to the show, be sure that you are subscribed so you never miss an episode we release on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And if you'd really like to help out the show, be sure that you leave a five-star review wherever you are listening because it really, really does help. But in the meantime, guys, I hope that you are well, and I'll talk to you again really, really soon.